Episode 33. I'm beyond excited. This literally fell in my lap today, and I I literally had to beat traffic to make it. It was uh, <laughs> exciting times. Um, I was listening to this man's discography all the way home. Uh, he's got hits on top of hits. His latest one is, uh, oh, hell yeah, bro. Um, what Lovers Do is out. He's got um, over 106,000 uh, plays already, and that's just on Spotify alone. Um, Drunk on Myself, Love is Crazy, Slip, Maybe. The list goes on and on, man. Let's it's- go. <laughs> the one and only Anise. And thanks for having me. It's an honor. It's a pleasure uh, to speak with someone who not only is awesome, but who appreciates my music. And I know you've been rocking with me for a little while, so... It's always more special when I can speak to someone and I know they're really, they're really into my music and, and that's special. Bro, 100%, man. I, uh, uh, first of all, I appreciate you coming on, on short notice, that is. I, I hit him up on Twitter. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try it, you know? Because he, he had tweeted that, uh, you know, he was just on another podcast and I was like, bro, I want you on mine. <laughs> He's like, hey, listen. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because I know we spoke about this in the past and we were like, we got to link up, we got we to link up. And I think it just never worked out because- yeah. Sometimes with me, I'll be like, go through these moments where I'm like, I'm gonna say yes to everything, and then I'm like, oh shit, I, 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 I don't, I already committed to other things. But today, I was like, you know what? I just dropped the song, and I can't complain about how the song is gonna perform if I'm gonna say no to opportunities. You know what I'm saying? I want to talk about that, bro, because your perspective on this shit is is ha- half, almost most of the reason, but. The music is fire. Like, I'm not even lying. Like, I discovered you, your uh, your first song that I heard, I'm going to be honest, was Slip. And then, okay, yeah, I, I I just saw it. And then I see you on live with Justin Bieber. I'm like, what the fuck? This guy, <laughs> <laughs> this guy, this guy is going off. Then I looked up, I looked into you a little more and I was like, okay, this guy is from Nova. Like, I I grew up in Maryland, like not too far from vibes. Me. DMV, yeah, man. baby. DMV, man. Um. Well, shit, bro. Yeah. So, but, but your perspective, I've been following your music since uh, I discovered you. And even if this podcast wasn't my thing, I'd be following your shit regardless. So um, as important as, as good as your music is, I, I, I really am inspired by, by your views and, and how you uh, look at, look at situations like good or bad. I love the way you, you view things. Um, so let's start there, man. Um, Let's start. I wanted to ask you this, uh, and this question was: What motivates you? Like, what motivates you to keep fighting every day? The good yeah. fight, of course. Yeah, that's uh, it's what motivates me is the fact that I believe the world is full of abundance, and I believe that every day, if you were willing to see it, there are endless possibilities and endless blessings that can fall into your lap, right? And so. <clears throat> What motivates me is the fact that when I get up, I can go get any of those blessings. I can go getting those opportunities. Like you really can, you really can. I know it sounds cliche. It sounds corny. People say it all the time. You know, the world is full of abundance, and you know, you you know, just manifest things. And people don't really believe it because it sounds like some sort of like, I don't know, 
sounds like some sort of flowery language that's not real, but it's real. You know, like when, when, when I get up, when I don't like to go to sleep, right? Because I just love what I do and I want to keep doing it, right? But when I get up, I'm excited because I'm like, let's get back at it. Yeah. So like, it, it feels like when I was a kid and I played Madden on, on Xbox and, and I'd play the franchise mode. So it's like, you're building a story. You're like, you have your own a franchise. And I never wanted to stop because I always wanted to win the Super Bowl with my team. And so like, I hated when my parents would tell me to go to sleep. But then I, I'd get so excited after school. I'd be like, I get to go pick up the sticks and like win that Super Bowl. That's yeah. how my life feels. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dude, that's, that's dope. I mean, um, and you're a Bills fan. I've been watching. What made you a Bills fan, by the way? Were you born in Virginia? I, I was. But my dad's from Niagara Falls, New York. So, uh, so Bills fan is hereditary. And, you know, the, for the funniest, for the longest time, I'd say, yeah, like, you know, it's a curse. It's hereditary, right? But now, I never meant it was a curse because I always loved being a Bills fan. Yeah. But now when you say it for the first time in my life, right. Of almost three decades of living. Yeah. It's now something where people are like, Oh, like good oh, for shit. you. Like, Hell you yeah. know, what I'm saying? bro, <laughs> but it never was before it never, yeah. dude, it was, it was the cause of so much ridicule and mocking growing up, but you know what? That's exactly how we love it. You got <laughs> it. You got to suffer through it. And then one day you will reach the promised land. It's true, man. You got to stick with, uh, you, you gotta, you gotta stick with your team regardless of the record, regardless of where they're at. Um, regardless of what people say, um, you got to stay true to who you love. Hey, and I'm a Washington fan. Not, you know, so you, you know, know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And hey, I don't, hey, I'm not going to talk about bills, Washington Super Bowls, but you know what I'm saying? But like, <laughs> no. you know, it's funny. I was just at the bills, Washington game a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, people ask me, how do you have the um, belief in yourself that you can make it in music? It's like part of the reason is being a Bills fan. Like you, you grow up knowing like, I'm going to rock with this cause no matter what anybody else thinks. I'm going to stay behind this team even when you laugh at me for it, right? So growing up with that mentality, like, I mean, that's the Bills were just one underdog identity I had much deeper than that is identity of being a Palestinian or being an Arab you know so but really having that in my life like it made it it wasn't foreign to me when I started making music and people laughed like I've been laughed at before for being an underdog like this is not something new to me right you know right. bro you're speaking you're speaking the gospel man I I, I like I I know I, I completely relate to everything you're saying and there's something about dealing with shit it makes, it gives you character, right? It, it yes. builds. Yes. And I, like you said, Washington, I, I moved to the States. So I'm a, I'm a brown boy too. Persian mm -hmm. though, right? Persian background. My best I, friends are. Really? For sure. All right. Um, but yeah, like I was, I wasn't born here. Right. So I'm one, like, when I have kids, I'm one, my kids are going to be the first uh, of my bloodline. That's first generation. Wow. Yeah. 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 So there's something special about that, but not to go off on a tangent, but what you were saying about dealing with, with your team going through the lows for all these years, I'm still going through it. Right. With, with Washington. Yep. Um, and so uh, there is something about that because the day that, and, and I know it'll happen eventually once we get a freaking new name, but you yeah. know, <laughs> so like, I don't even know what to call them right now, but you know, it's a, uh, It's true. And my basketball team, and that's my favorite sport, by the way, is hoops. And I've seen you. you uh, I know you love hooping, hooping too. But I love uh, it. Yeah, yeah. It's like Bulls fan, Washington fan. That's, those have been my teams. I, I, 
I, I fuck a with the Ravens. Good thing in the 90s. A good thing in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, when I was a little kid, exactly. So that's how I became a Bulls fan. But um, but you know, so I've been I've been dealing with the shit, but Bulls are looking promising this year. So uh, yeah. I got I got my hopes up for that. But yeah, man, you're right about everything you said, and and uh, I hope the Bills go far in the AFC. Thanks. And um, but man, getting back to your music, man, and 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 what motivated you, and uh, when did you? Let's go back to when you first discovered your love for music, and does it run in your family, or how did how did that all come about? It runs in my family. Uh, you know, growing up, I thought about this the other day. How weird it is. Growing up, we lived in a very small home six people small home three bedrooms one bathroom and in a house that small my parents still dedicated about a third of the house to the room on the on the farthest left side that was called the music room okay piano drums guitar and despite all that I never grew up playing the instruments my dad played piano and drums my sister was is an incredible piano player my mom could play the guitar um and in the midst of all of it, words were my instrument, you know? So I grew up listening to um, the music they listened to, and they would play me, you know, Eva Cassidy, Nina Simone, Nora Jones, you know, Jim Croce, uh, James Taylor. So that's yeah. like kind of what I was raised on. And then yeah. my sister kind of exposed me to like, you know, John Mayer, uh, India Ree, uh, John Legend. Mm. Uh, and then, you know, I picked up my own artists, you know, whether it's Lauren Hill, Lowe's, um, you know, I, I picked up one way or the other along the, the way storytellers and, and lyricists that showed me that the word is the word, the word of an artist is his greatest instrument. Yeah. And, and that's kind of how I got into it. So I started freestyling when I was 15. I'll still remember the exact day I was in, I was in my hand-me-down 93 E-class Mercedes Benz, 200 and however many thousand miles on it for my uncle. Yeah. sitting next to my my best friend Yusuf who's half Persian half Lebanese and we had what the hook gone beyond but it wasn't an instrumental it was the actual song yeah and we just started freestyling over the song and I think in that moment I realized holy shit I'm good at this like <laughs> yeah 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 so I never stopped doing it freestyled all the time through high school through college through law school um it was the common thread in my life mm. uh, of music and so, yeah. And so that's, that's really how I got started. It's funny you say that uh, you grew up with a family of musicians because myself, not too far from where you're at uh, in Maryland, right? I, I grew up in Montgomery County um, and, you know, went uh, through the same setup, right? We had a, a little, it was, it was a quadplex, right? That was our house. And, and, you know, my parents came from Iran uh literally like threw everything out and started from zero you know what i mean um you know and it 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 ties into religious reasons and and, and shit like that because we weren't muslim right we grew up baha'is i don't know if you've heard of them but uh um, yeah. yeah 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 so anyway in iran they're persecuted right so they're not they're not accepted my dad's put my dad had a dope ass job in iran they closed that business down three times to the point he didn't even want to leave Iran, right? He loved that country. That's his home. Uh, understandable. Uh, I never forget. We sat down around our little coffee table in Iran. And he, he said the words, we're leaving. He said, we're leaving. We didn't even, and I was like maybe six or seven. He didn't, uh, 
specify the U.S. In fact, U.S. was our last choice, but we had to go through a second country to come here. Uh, yeah. We went through Pakistan, and then luckily, and I say luckily because a lot of people get stuck there to get their passports and, and, and their processing done uh, and their visas. It takes a long time. For us, it luckily only took seven months. Wow. Um, long story short, we end up coming. Uh, we get accepted to America. America was closed in 95 uh, uh, for, the, for Iranians. So then they said they randomly opened, and then the embassy called us in Pakistan. They're like, they're taking people. You want to go? Wow. And, and my dad was like, let's go. Like, it was like that, bro. It was crazy. And the way we went to Pakistan was crazy. Like, on back of two, two pickup trucks. Like, in the middle of the night, no lights. Their headlights were off. And they were going, like, 90 miles per hour, bro. And, like, in the desert. Like, we had no idea where we were going. And we, I remember my dad asked the guys, like, how do you know where you're headed? He goes, you see that flashing light? Which we couldn't see in no fucking flashing light. There was no <laughs> It's like... And my dad was like, I mean, no, but he's like, that's all I'm aiming for. And we were like thinking, bro, there's like wild animals going to be in coming, like crossing the yeah. road here. You know? it's, it's you play the lot. That's, that's the lottery. That's the lottery, bro. Exactly. So we got here. Luckily, you know, I'm blessed. We, I had an opportunity, right, that, to come here and, and get the education, A, and then B, be able to pursue my dreams, pursue my passions. So... I mean, that's why I, I love your shit, because it's like we almost have similar upbringings. Anyway, we had a house in Maryland, a uh, small ass house. We had basements. They don't have basements in Cali, but they had basements over there. And, the one and, downfall of Cali. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't want to be buried under uh, with earthquakes. That's why they don't have them. But shit. So like my my first instrument was the drums. Right. I started singing at three. But then my uh, uh it was a Persian song, but then the drums, my, my dad surprises me with the drum set with my cousin is a jazz drummer, which I actually want to talk to you about because a lot of the artists you told me, they're all uh, jazz influence. So that's cool. Um, so, man, anyway, uh, I can relate. And so you talked about going at 15, you, you, you found out that you got, you got rhythm, you got flow. Um, when did you kind of cross over to singing? Oh, you know, I think I sang my whole life, but I sang in a, in a, in the closet. You know what I'm saying? I sang, I sang um, when nobody was around. I sang when I was in the car by myself. And as a kid, I had that like weird belief in my voice. I was like, man, I have a great voice, but, but as a, but in front of other people, I never wanted to do it. It was always like uh, a fear of judgment, right? Mm-hmm. A fear of judgment and a fear of praise i was like if they like it i don't know if i'm gonna want to feel that praise and if they don't like it i definitely don't want to feel that judgment but around the time where i was um just finishing up law school and i had decided i wasn't going to practice law and i had decided i was going to i was going to start a vlog i i made a personal vlog and after a few episodes it became almost intuitive I was about my life, right? Yep. So I I was sharing everything. And so I just started singing on a vlog one day. And I was like, wait a minute, do I want to share this with the world? Mm. But I was like, shit, I mean, if this vlog is about my life, I can't hide it, right? Yeah. And so I shared a few covers, like John Mayer songs, um, Drake songs, like whatever it was. I was just yeah. singing, like, and I was having fun with it. And, you know, immediately, the, the first time I did it publicly, immediately. It was as if every ounce of fear disappeared because 
not only did I get all the positive feedback from people, that was nice and reassuring. But I think what I experienced is when you're afraid of something, do it once. You know what I'm saying? Do it once. And you might be like, yeah, I'm never doing that shit again. Or you might be like, holy shit, why did I wait so long? This is not that scary. And that's kind of what it was like with singing. It was like the moment I did it once, I was like, why did I hold back for years? Why did I deprive myself? And, uh, and never again. I never but, will again. But then you felt that power, bro. And then you went for it. Yeah. Absolutely. It's crazy because I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And the craziest thing of all of that is the fear is all bullshit. Like it's not even, it's just made up. We, it's in your own head. It's 100%. all in your head, dude. It's all in your head. It's crazy, man. And, that, and, and, that, and that's so true across life. You know, once you realize how many barriers and boxes and rules you've created in your head, mm -hmm. it's so freeing because you're like, oh, these can all disappear right now. You know, and your life just becomes like a million times more colorful and bigger. And, and it's just like, holy shit, like this is a better way to live. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I describe it as we, we have tunnel vision to a certain point age. Mm, right. Yes. And then, and then all of a sudden you, you break those walls down and you see it. You're like, Oh shit. There's so yeah. much more out there, man. That's so real. That's and so real. It's, it's crazy, man. Yeah. I, I completely understand um, that journey. Um, and I mean, if it means anything, I'm, I'm proud that, you know, a, a fellow middle Easterner is Thank doing you. it and doing it big because, um that's what i'm doing you know I, I and music is my first love it'll always be my first love um the podcast and and the influencer game i i i've grown an admiration for it uh and it's it's beautiful my my whole purpose behind this podcast is it started with togetherness right um i noticed that you started putting out songs um on spotify in 20 right what i'm yes I'm assuming it was after the pandemic was like full force. Right. So, yeah. 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 So, you know, it was same for me, man. Um, this country has so many, they'll give you so many reasons to be divided. Right. And it's like with the political side and then the, the, uh, corona, the coronavirus and like all these reasons, people were finding reasons to go in different directions. And I, and I was just like, I told my wife, I'm like, I, I need to do, I need to speak about this. Right. And, and I was yeah. like, and more importantly than me speaking, I want to bring people of all shapes and colors on here. And, I and, and I wanted to show like, bro, it's all made up. Right? It's so, so important to open that dialogue because it's like you said, divisiveness is like so easy to buy into. Mm -hmm. It's so easy. Like um, conflict is easy to sell, mm -hmm. you know? People like, it's a, it's a simple dichotomy, us yeah. versus them, one versus two, A versus B. Um, but it's not, as, it's not as seductive to the, um, to the weaker part of humanity mm -hmm. um, to sell unity, to mm -hmm. sell uh, cohesion, to sell peace. Like, yeah. that's not, like, we're all humans and, like, we are weak and we do have that weak part of us that that thrives on on pettiness on drama on on division but but you know i i i so deeply admire what you're doing because that's the only way we're going to heal as as humans is when we come together and realize like we're very similar you know i mean you said the word humans right it's it's what are we other than that like other than that it's just it's just made up one, one <laughs> 
that's how it, it should man. be. It's cur- that's how it should be, and that's how it will be, man. I'm 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 optimistic. Uh, because of the rise of social media, I, I feel like the people are taking the power back. Yes. Right? And, yes. And, and we're, we're going in a direction that's so beautiful. Um, you know, cause I can find people like you that's sharing similar messages through their music. I'm doing it through my music and my podcast. And it's like, there are a million others out there, man. It's just, it's, that's what people want. The, but fear yes. sells, right. But not for long people are going to realize that love sells even harder. Love oh, lo- love, love will always win. Love will always win. Always win, bro. Always win. So tell me, man, you went through law school. Now that you went through law school, at what point in law school did you decide that it's not the career for you to pursue? Oof. I don't know. I really don't know. I think somewhere maybe in my second or third year, I started realizing, holy shit, the yeah. end of this year. And when I started realizing that, I think internally, subconsciously, um, my heart started reconciling with my brain. Like, yo, we don't want to do this shit. Yeah. <laughs> my brain was more like, no, bro, we already told everybody we're going to do this shit. You know, like we already told our parents, we already told our in-laws, we already told our whole community. My parents have already told everybody. So it was, it wasn't like one definitive moment, but I will say I, after I passed the bar, I had already decided I was going to, I was going to not practice law, but I was like, all right, I'll take like one interview, you know, one interview. Cause I figured the only way I could do law is if it's criminal law, because that's just like the most room to be an artist. Right. Okay. You know, especially if you're doing defense, like there's so much room for like storytelling narrative, like, mm. and I remember I interviewed with a, with a criminal law firm and pretty much the only thing they asked me was like, are you willing to like defend someone that you don't believe in right are you willing to basically are you willing to go against your belief set to do the job yeah and i was like i can't lie to these people no like you know what i'm saying like that maybe somebody else can and good for them but i can't like i cannot go against my heart for my craft no way for sure and that's when i knew like even criminal law is not going to work for me bro i i messed around with when i was in um undergrad uh, I was a music major, but I decided I'm going to pursue music all the way, like second year of a uh, community college. Love that. And I was like, and the most relief I had was when I told my parents and my, my dad was like, go for it. And he, when he I said, love bro, I when love he said, go for it. Like, you know, we want to make our parents proud. Right. Like, it's yeah. like, so it's like he moved here from, you know, like I shared it, he came here with an op- for an opportunity for his kids to to be educated yeah. right so i know i know that that took a lot of sacrifice on his part to be like like to swallow his own wants for me yep to be yep. like go for what you want and and i love him forever for that because he's the oldest out of five siblings and um you would think the older one would be like the most close-minded but he was actually yep. like opposite bro and and yeah it's huge so i want to know that uh communication with your parents how long did it take for them to be like all right they they were super supportive from day one. Oh, great okay so they just like your parents you know they kind of gave me that that green light yeah but i will say i don't think they fully understood like the depth of my commitment right away nor did mine I, nor did mine yeah yeah i think like they were like okay but like you know there were still times like for in the following 
days, weeks, months where they're like, Hey, how about this opportunity? I'm like, I'm not fucking practicing law. Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. not gonna happen. no matter how, how, like, how we try to dress it up, yeah. you know? So like, yeah. they were super supportive, but I think like, as any parents, they want to just make sure their child is secure. And so, you know, and you can understand that and appreciate it. And like, I know when I'm a parent, I want my children to be secure. Um, but I think one thing is it's, it's, you know, the generations before us, they understood survival, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and their survival allows us the chance to thrive. And so I almost feel like if we're just settling to survive and not thrive, then we're like almost disrespecting how far our family has come. Like mm-hmm. we got here so we can do this shit. So let's do this shit. You know what I'm saying? It's perspective, man. I keep saying it. It's perspective. It's how we uh, look at this, man. Um, you were put on this earth with the gift of music, um, of singing and rapping and creating dope ass songs. <laughs> um, I, I was, I was, you know, I, I feel, I, I feel I can relate. I think I was put on this earth for the same. Hell and yeah. like, like you said, in that interview, um, at the law firm, you couldn't lie, man. I, I, I wear my heart on my sleeve, like to a, to a fault. Cause my wife gets annoyed how, like how honest, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? She'll be like, do trust me. <laughs> yeah so it's um it's there's something it's like a uh it's like a drug right i don't even do drugs i don't smoke i don't drink i don't do any of that but like there's a high that comes with this like when you when you when you're doing it and it's and you start seeing and and it's not about numbers like you know i'm not just looking at numbers and saying that's what defines it I, I, I try and it's hard sometimes, but I, I try to remember why the hell did I, did I switch to this? Right. Why you can't forget that you can't forget the love you have for this because the, the media and, 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 and social media and all of that. And and the business side can, can totally take your love away. If you, you Oh man, you're speaking to my heart. You're so right. I mean, when you, when you start creating with, numbers marketing business in mind when you start letting the success of your art be determined by algorithms and 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 notifications it can completely and i think at times for me i can fully admit this it does sometimes ruin the the love of it where you know i might put something out and be super excited about it like wow like i might i might record myself like damn that's the next song like that's a hit Mm -hmm. and i put it online and like it doesn't get much engagement and then all of a sudden i'm like i'll be like and maybe it wasn't that good, but it's bullshit. It is yeah. that good. It is a hit. It's just sometimes you got to recognize that you decide what the hit is. You're not yeah. sometimes, all the time. You have to yeah. decide before you even click post, this is a hit. No matter what, zero yeah. views or views, this is a hit. That's it. It's so true, man. It's so true. Um, I'm a little newer to the, to the influencer side than you. So I'm, I'm building my shit as we go. Uh, I'm doing covers. I'm, I'm posting. Uh, oh yeah. I had a band, you know, in, in uh, when I was younger, in my early twenties. Um, I'm still in touch with all of them. We did metal though. We did like hard rock shit. Like you know, like that was love- that was yeah. It was cool, man. It's music is music. I, I I've sang R and B. I've I've done I you know I, I've done all of that. But it's um, it's just I think what I love as much as what um lo- love making music is uh meeting people right meeting meeting others and, and sharing uh or talking about a passion it doesn't even have to be music it can be anything like whatever yep. passion you have go for it man you were put on this earth for that 
Yep. Yep. Um, yep. So man, so what's what's coming up, man? Uh what lovers do is fire. Like, what do you got coming next, man? I'm gonna drop a song called Leave Me. I'm gonna drop a song called Too Good to Be True. And then I'm gonna drop two more songs before the end of this year. So four more songs, 2021. 2022, oh, yeah. a full album. Like it, it, mm-hmm. to put it in one word, what's coming up next is consistency. Like and and as and as an independent artist, and as any type of artist in today's world consistency is the name of the game because the reality is social media as beautiful as it is has sort of splintered people's attention spans so if you're not consistently you know yeah delivering yeah. people move on to somebody else um and that's okay if people want to move on to somebody else it's not a big deal but i want to at least offer them the chance to still engage with my art mm-hmm. that's that's dope man um yeah i've been following your posts about the the new songs you got coming out i can't wait for that um, do you have any dates set or you're still in progress? The moment I do, I'll let you know. For sure, bro. No, 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 no. I was just, I was just asking um, to, to see, cause I want to be on top of that. Um, I, 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 I can't wait till I know the dates. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Um, all right. So leave me. That's the next one we're waiting for on, uh, for Anis. Uh, any, any last word of uh, advice you got for people who are trying to, pursue their passions uh my last words of advice for people trying to pursue their passions would be don't let fear have any role in your life don't let fear have any role in your life fear will corrupt you fear will corrode you and fear will kill you slowly mm-hmm. it will you know if you are whether or not you you you're <clears throat> if you're afraid to be an artist get rid of the fear be the artist if you already decided to be an artist but you're creating your art out of the fear of one thing or the other remove that fear your art will be better fear creates shit art it does and fear produces nothing nothing good in life it only produces anxiety depression sadness it it is all it does so try your best to, to to look to really sit in silence and and listen to your fears don't run away from them run to them figure out what they are so that you can overcome them. And once you do that, I promise you life, whether you're an artist or anything else, life will be twice as bright, four times as colorful and 10 times as free. I promise that. I ha- I can't top that guys. You heard everything he said. <laughs> uh, believe it because it's true. Listen, I'm in the beginning of my journey. He's in the middle, maybe and not even on- in the middle. We're all in it together. That's the point together guys. Uh, Anis, thanks for getting on, man. I appreciate you spending time. This has been Fumble Podcast. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, show me some love on Instagram, Pejda Maniac, TikTok, Pejda Maniac. You can follow Anis on Instagram as well. Um, his music is all over Spotify. Look him up. Uh, thanks again for getting on. This has been Fumble Podcast. I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. Summertime, I've been focused on everything you do. Yeah.
Baby, it's a crime. You just stole my mind. Since I met you, I don't even know this time. Maybe that's the reason why I can't stop thinking about you. Yeah. I don't know the reason why I feel how I feel. This is unrealistic, but somehow it's real. It's more than a thrill. It's a whole different feel with you. Yeah. With you. But girl, if you're gonna be the one for me, I'ma need you to keep it true. Let me come through so we can do what lovers do. 